was happening. Hey, fantasy, it's session. We talking touchdowns, receptions, interceptions. They got a band to kick we need that correction. Talking mouth, we flexing. How many of y'all you collect? We trying to get that winning record. Fantasy, it's session. Hope is what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy and Session. The podcast today is October the 27th, and the boys are back in town. Uh, as always, power about real deal fantasy HQ. And wherever that you're listening to this at or viewing this at, make sure you hit the like, subscribe, leave a review, leave a comment, tell us how you feel about the content. Um, how y'all doing, fellas? Doing pretty good, man. We made it through uh, bye week hell. You know, that was yeah, that uh, a crazy, crazy week last week. But uh, how, how did yeah, you I do? Think, uh, overall, overall, it was pretty good. I think I went like nine and five, I want to say. So, <laughs> I forgot. 15 leagues. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, in one league, bro, I had, I, I talked about it already, but I had freaking uh, Dak and Herbert on a bye, and I still won that mm. week. I wasn't even expecting to win that shit, bro. So, yeah, I won some shit. I was pretty happy. I won most leagues, but the one league I needed to win in, I didn't get it, bro. Yeah. Like, if I say less, I need to win and say yeah, less. Yeah, I already knew what you're talking about. Right, that's the one league I needed to win in, but I still got a chance. But I'm, 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 I, you can't take it either, bro, because you gave away your first. Yeah. Right. I, I, I start. Ooh, I started to um, you know, sell off some of my assets. I'm not going too crazy. It's not a fire <laughs> yeah, sale. It's not a fire sale. But I said, shit, I gotta get a first round pick because that was if Tyrod Taylor comes back, right? He's coming back. He's healthy. He plays this week. Um, and if I win this week against Rye, which is a winnable matchup, I feel like, you know, I'm in the game. Three and five yeah. or whatever it might be. If you, you, if you can sneak into the playoffs, I will say this. If you sneak into the playoffs, you do have a dangerous game, bro. It's, it's scary. Because you're, you're starting to hear rumblings you about Deshaun Watson being able to play this year. No, so if Deshaun he Watson come back, my team is going to bonk. Which is if Trey Lance takes over, Sundays. if Lance takes over, bro, like you do have a nice squad, bro. So it's, it's just you do you gotta, you gotta make the playoffs, though. It's gonna be I gotta make the playoffs. I gotta make the playoffs. Hey, so don't so what so what record will you give up on you? I think it's more of a feeling, like like you say, you know, like if your team catches a couple breaks, like all right, I'm still in it. Dynasty yeah. wise, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. You start so when do you start trading? Back. When do you start trading off your assets? When I'm math mathematically eliminated. Mm. Mathematically, like if there's a was one percent chance I can make the playoffs. I still and I feel like I have a good enough team that if I do make the playoffs, I can compete. Then I'm I'm still gonna compete until that, I'm mathematically out. That's the only way I would sell. That's facts. Listen to Carlos. I sold my team last year, like week fourteen, like right before the playoffs, not noticing. I made yeah. <laughs> that you can make the playoffs, and you sold your second quarterback for it. Right, uh, I sold Joe Brady, Burrow, so, uh, right for Burrow. For Burrow, was he was injured last year, and I ain't had no quarterback, and I ended up making the playoffs. Having is that the is that the reason why you're not trying to trade me, Austin Eckler? Uh, yes, because <laughs> I'm not even close to mathematically out yet, bro. And, and, and then I got Tyrod Taylor coming in that league too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyrod Taylor, I think is gonna be a game changer for a lot of people. 
Because <coughs> he was looking good before he went out, so I'm happy to see him coming back. Dave, that Davis Mills experiment was a, a horrible disaster. So, um, and let's talk about speaking. Let's keep it in Houston. Uh, just before we went on, they traded um, Mark Ingram back to the Saints. He back home, bro. That's just pretty dope. How do you feel about that? I feel like it's gonna be. It's not gonna be like when right before he left, where they were both like beasting out there, like RB ones. I think. Uh, I think they were giving Kamara a little bit too much work. Like he is. I don't think he's ever seen like over twenty carries until this year, and he's done it like multiple times already. So mm-hmm. I just think they're trying to keep him fresh. Yeah, but I think he'll be like a like Latavius Murray light. Remember when Latavius Murray was out there? He had like weeks that you can play him, but I don't think uh, Ingram mm. is going to be too usable. But he had like a nice a Latavius nice Murray bet at one point. Some gross Latavius Murray bet. Did we? Yeah. I don't know. I, I forgot really what know. it was, but it was something about gross. Latavius Murray. I know it was gross. Uh, but you talked about it. Had it been a couple years ago. Like two. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. Okay. I, mean, right. I yeah. forgot what I said. Yeah. I, um, I, I, Ain't no, ain't no news there with that. Yeah, I, a lot of people will start if we just picked him up. You know what I'm saying? He just had, you know what I'm saying, not kill you weeks as a running back three. Yeah, yeah. I like it, bro. Put, like, what about DJ now? Number two in targets on the team. Um, are you talking David Johnson? Lose. David Johnson? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a uh, uh, he should see more that. work now too. He got he should see more work. I know Philip Lindsay was was getting a lot of run out there. Um, so I guess it'll be a split between those two. But DJ was the pass catching back, so I think he uh definitely gets a boost with Ingram leaving. Uh, and he's probably out there on waiver wires too, so I, I would I would pick him up. Yeah. Uh, any running backs at this point are pickup worthy. Exactly. Exactly. Or what else do y'all feel about? Y'all don't talk about anything other news or y'all just want to get into the episode? Let's get it. Oh, man. Let's give the so, people moment what of they silence are. first. Yeah. Oh, moment of silence first. Give, they second moment of silence out there. Uh, rest in peace, George Floyd, and all the others that lost their lives to police brutality. All right. And we back. And we back. Let's go. Let's give a motherfucking three second moment of praise to the Braves. One no World Series. Let's Let go, Bravos. I'm a huge baseball fan, so I'm excited. I'm super excited about this. <laughs> he is stupid. <laughs> what, bro? What you talking about? Carlos could care less. <laughs> what do you mean, bro? I ain't heard nothing about Have you watched Last the whole? Year, have you watched the whole? Bro. Have you watched the whole oh, game? Bro, yeah, I did. I actually did. Oh, that's crazy. Hey, hey, that leadoff home run. Hey. I was just walking hey, around. They kinda, they, hey, they, they kind of, they, they made some crucial errors down the stretch, bro. Where, yeah, Danby Swanson, but they still, that's what happened when that bat that, worked. And that, when, when that double, bro, dude, try to hit that double, bro, and uh, yeah. bounce off the wall. He threw him out a second. He yeah, got stuck yeah, in the yeah, dirt. Yeah, that, yeah. Shit yeah. Funny, that shit was hilarious. Hey, baseball <laughs> is fun, bro. If like you invested in it, bro, it's it's fun. But let's get let's get into playoff, what we here. Playoff bro. baseball is playoff baseball is yeah. Playoff baseball is much different. Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. And if and if the teams is hitting though, like you don't want to see no one one game. But let's get into what the people are here for, man. They don't want to hear no more baseball talk. Go Braves, though. Um, week eight begins Thursday night. Football. The Green Bay Packers without Devontae Adams. Um, six point six and a half point uh underdogs to the Arizona Cardinals with an over-under of 50. I don't know if that line changed since Devontae Adams is out. You got another line? No, nah, that's I had 51, so it went down okay. a little bit. 
Uh, how do you feel about the, the Devontae Adamless Green Bay Packers? And I think I've seen something like uh, Alan, Alan Lazard is out too. Adam Lazard, yeah, yeah. exactly. And and he was going to be a nice play because he was a, he was starting to come on the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But um, I believe he isn't vaccinated, so he had like a close contact situation where he hasn't missed this week too. So down there, top two pass catchers, um, that leaves Randall Cobb, Tunyon as like the main two guys out mm-hmm. there. Um, Tunyon, I like. Uh, just out of necessity, man. Like he hasn't been doing anything this year, but um, the fact that he's going to be one of the only guys out there catching ball, catching passes. And uh, we have a little sample size last year of <clears throat> when Devontae Adams missed, he missed weeks three and four and he averaged six receptions, 74 yards, um, 22 half PPR points per game and had four touchdowns in those two games. And, mm-hmm. and then, like he's he's eleventh eleventh in routes rung among tight ends. Um, so I just feel like he should stay busy out there. Now the Cardinals are stingy against tight ends, so this is where it gets tricky. Uh, they allow the second fewest points to the position, but like I said, the volume is is what's important here. <clears throat> and he's run forty five percent of his routes out of the slot, so uh, I think his uh, matchup would have been uh, Simmons out there, the speedy linebacker. So he's not going to see. Um, he's not going to see him majority of the time unless he, you know, follows him out to the slot. But I do think uh, Tyen is like a, you know, a, a back end tight end one this week that you can feel confident rolling out there. Um, how y'all feel about that? Because that's it's, he I hasn't done like anything. That's, that's I mean, I <coughs> yeah, like I'm have to go with. If I got him on my team, I might, I might still start him in the flex. I feel like he's going to get a certain number of targets and produce more numbers than a flex player. Damn there, especially if you get a touchdown. So. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I like it. Um, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers as well. Um, like we know he ain't got his 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 top two guys out there, but he does have a history of producing without Devontae Adams out there. I believe it's like a seven game sample size. I don't have the exact numbers, but he actually has a better points per game without Devontae Adams, which is super weird than when he's mm-hmm. out there. So, uh, and then he also averaged twenty seven points per game in those two weeks last year that Devontae Adams missed. So I am fine starting him. It's a prime time Thursday night matchup, man. And we usually don't see Aaron Rodgers have a bad game on prime time, man. He wants to perform out there. Um, so of course, just well, it's not of course, but I do think you can feel confident starting him. Aaron Jones as well. You know, he's gonna be arguably the yeah, wide receiver one out there, man. Go he's gonna he's gonna get so many targets out there, and it's mm-hmm. a high over under. So uh, of course, just starting him. Fringe player, uh Randall Cobb, another volume play. Um he hasn't shown as much, but like I said, it's the volume, bro. He, he should be relevant in this potential shootout. Um, he had uh, one usable week, and that was in week four. He scored two touchdowns, finished as the wide receiver five. I know touchdowns are fickle, but I'm, I'm just keep saying it. It has to come from somewhere, bro. It's 50 point over under, so and they're only six point underdogs right now. So I don't think they're expecting it to be a super blowout. So they're expecting Green Bay to score points. So um, he's, he's going to be one of the top guys out there. So. French player, I wouldn't force him out there. I wouldn't start him over your normal, you know, guys that you would start. But if you're in a pinch and you need like a flex player, uh, I feel good with Randall Cobb. Yeah, I like On Randall Cobb. Ever- exactly. On to the other side of the ball, got um, the Cardinals. Obvious starts: Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, Chase Evans is a start for me. Averaging 14 opportunities per game, 81 scrimmage yards, and he actually out carried James Conner last week. He had 15 to his 10. So that was a good thing to see. You know, he was kind of banged up the last the previous two weeks. So it was good to see him um, be more involved in the in the um through the tackles. So that was good to see. 
Um, so he's already giving you a solid floor and is every week flex, but he's also one of the biggest regression candidates this season. According to PFF, his expected touchdowns are three and he has zero. So as long as that usage keeps up, um, I think that he will see a touchdown sooner, sooner than later, unless, you know, I don't, I don't think it's room in this universe for two Jacoby Myers. So uh, only, one, only one could be the biggest, out, be, a, be a biggest outlier. That's Jacoby his cousin Myers. though. That's his cousin. <laughs> it, might be, it might be. I, I wouldn't be surprising. Yeah, I, I, um, like, I, I was trying to get word about uh, Edmonds, but um, mm. he had a 70 to 30 timeshare to backfield. So I, I I like to see that, like you said, and just feel more comfortable yeah. playing him now. My bad. And he's like, he's he's averaging 10 points per game. So it's not like he's been hurting you. Like he's been pretty mm. steady at 10 points. But if he gets those touchdowns, then he's, you know, he's going to be looking like a, a great value that you, where you got him in the drafts. James Conner, um, I also like him as a flex play. Um, he's averaging 13 and a half PPR points per game this year. Our, um, well, for the last five games, and he's the RB 13 in that span. A lot of that um, production is due to uh, touchdowns, but he's the clear goal line back, and the Cardinals are one of the best offenses in the league, so he's going to have those opportunities pretty much every week. Mm-hmm. Tied for six in rushes, also from inside the five with seven attempts. And he's averaging uh, 13 carries a game. So it's not like it's a Jordan Howard situation where he's only coming in on the goal line. I do think they're using him between the tackles. He's playing with with uh, Edmonds, of course, on the ground. But he's getting enough work. They're running a lot of plays out there. So on the game, again, 50 projected point total. So I think uh, he'll get enough um, volume to be yeah, relevant. Like he'll have a couple couple opportunities to punch it in. So I like uh, mm-hmm. James Conner. And my last – well, no, I got a couple more. Um, Zach Ertz. He uh, caught three of his five targets for 66 yards and a touchdown in his first game as a Cardinal. Usage was about the same as Max Williams. That's what he was averaging around that five target range. And I just think that they have so many weapons out there, man. I, he's always going to benefit from this soft coverage. Mm-hmm. Every week. He, he was the focal point in, in Philly, and he's going to um, an Arizona team where he's getting about the same volume, but he's seeing softer coverage. So I like him this week. He'll be going against Chris Barnes, who has a uh, PFF Grade of fifty four and allowing a ninety percent catch rate. Um, not touching Rondell Moore. He's still the fourth guy out there in terms of like routes and snaps played. So not touching him. But I do like either Christian Kirk or AJ Green. AJ Green for more of a floor play. Christian Kirk for more of an upside play. But their uh, stats are pretty much identical. They're they're like right next to each other in targets, yards, a dot, red zone targets, end zone targets is like literally the same. Um, Points per game, Kirk is 11.6, Green is 10.1. So I'm cool with both of those guys as a, as a flex play this week as well with you know, getting the volume, and it's a, a nice uh, over-under. So like both of those guys. Me too. That's it. I agree with everything you said, bro. I can't do it. Questions before we get to the next game. Shout out to Brad Montgomery. Make sure you like and subscribe, bro. Uh, we on the way to 200. Almost 200 subscribers. Uh, Mixon and Bolden for JT. Uh, yeah, more of a, like a lateral trade. I don't see. I guess it is, but I think JT's is getting more receiving work. So Mixon is up and down in his receiving work. One week, you know, there was they used them, and then last week they came back and they really didn't use them in the passing game. So it's it is they're in the same tier, but I would prefer JT over Mixon. So. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. I think JT might just be a little higher. They starting to split. I don't know what's going on. 
He's splitting work in uh, Cincinnati, makes his split work with uh, Ryan and stuff like that. So I, I wouldn't mind that trade. Bolton, you don't know which week he's going to get to carry, if it's going to be uh, the other running back. You know, so, yeah, man, I, I like it. I think you get, like, a, yeah. you get a for sure stud and don't have to worry about his usage from mm. week to week. And Bowman uh, is probably on his bench. Yeah, JT, JT is uh, he's, 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 he's not getting going crazy, yet, bro. Right, he if is he has, though. If, he's just not getting. Numbers, he's not if he getting had as many as Mixon had, then it would we'd be looking at it differently. But he scored like the last four weeks. But the only thing with JT is he's not scoring from the goal line, bro. But he's like top. Mm. I want to say he's the number one in in carries from inside the five. I believe so. And the fact that he hasn't scored yet, but he still has a touchdown and yeah. like listen to you this know, four yep. games. The smoke so. show, we're good. Yeah, that's my boy. Uh, the last uh, couple games with uh, JT yards per carry, 6.4, 3.5, 10.3, and then 5.9. Yeah, go get that guy, bro. Especially for that. Go get that guy. Shout out, boss man. Fat. Cole Beasley, Tyler Boyd, or Melvin Gordon at the flex? Cole Beasley. Yeah. I'm not touching Tyler Boyd. Yeah, um, Bills play Miami. Ooh, they might get up a bit. And for upside, like Cole Beasley, like Beasley. if you need upside, I go Beasley. And if you need a safe floor, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Did you say if you need upside, you go with Beasley? I feel They're like both. he'll get he'll get a touchdown, <laughs> get some ERs. Uh, Knox is out, so I'm trying to see what the pass is gonna. You yeah. know, so they play a lot of pass is an opportunity. Got to flow somewhere, so I'm trying to see. You've seen a lot of them flew to digs this week, and then Beasley also got his similar share. So uh, I, I feel like Beasley may be back until Knox return, but yeah. I like Melvin Nothing. Gordon. I like Melvin Gordon. I mean, he's he's they're splitting right down the middle still, and I mean, I, I like that guaranteed, you know, yeah, production that we're going to see from Melvin Gordon. It's possible Beasley can get more more volume with uh, Knox out, but Gabriel Davis can also get that volume mm-hmm. too. He you know he hasn't really been or, involved, so and it may have his normal targets, but I'll get to that yeah, one more exactly. game. Yeah, it, it's it, it can go a lot of ways with with that situation. I think it's more certain with Melvin Gordon, so I would go with him. Appreciate your boss, man. The Cardinals are at the Dirty Birds, Atlanta Falcons, three point favorite. Not the Cardinals. Cardinals, they're playing twice this year. I mean, it's Carolina, Carolina. Oh no, Carolina. Not it's not a bird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's another bird. <laughs> over, over under 46 uh, for this game. We got uh Matt Ryan, you know what I'm saying? Look at real Matt Ryan ish. He's looking like a, a QB one again. Was that like last two weeks in a row? Two, three weeks in a row, QB one. Um oh, how do you feel about like 16 points last week? He, was that QB one? Huh? Was that a QB one yeah, last week? He had 16, I, I believe, right? I thought he had 27. Yeah, 21 points last week. wrong. He did? Yeah. You're not looking at six six point touchdowns? Oh, maybe I'm looking at six point touchdowns. Oh, yeah. I had him and I lost and I was very mad, but <laughs> <laughs> well shit, he looked good. We winning. Anyway, man, how you feel about the Falcons uh matchup against Carolina? That defense. I don't know if uh Stefan Gilmore is playing this week or not. I'm not sure. <clears throat> I know he 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 can't come off the um the IR, but I don't know if they designate him to come off or not. But how do you feel about the Falcons matchup against um, against the um, 
Matt Ryan, uh, he's been on fire the past three weeks, attempting at least 40 passes for 280-plus yards and at least two TDs in each um, and only one INT during that span. So uh, he's playing great right now, man. So I feel yeah, like – why you ain't back me up there? You just let me see here. Carlos tell me he wasn't going for Bro, game. I said last week. I just said last week. Oh, okay. My bad. You should have seen your boy Gay the other day. You're like, Matt Ryan, the top five quarterback. I was like, Gay. Yeah. All right. My bad. Carolina defense has struggled Where? the past few weeks <laughs> through quarterbacks, but yeah. still have a front seven that can, <clears throat> that is much better than the Falcons O-line. So that's the only thing I worry about. But nevertheless, you still roll Matt Ryan out there. He has weapons that are now showing up. He's a, a mid to back end quarterback, too, against a team allowing at least 16 points to quarterbacks per game. Mike Davis and Cordell Patterson. Davis has been nothing but a flex play with a low ceiling and will continue being that through, through the rest of the season. Patterson is a must-start. I said again? He limped off the field, too. I'm not sure. I haven't seen him. I ain't him. heard much. I ain't heard much. So I guess he's scrutinate. Uh Patterson is a must-start in all formats. His snap percentage is going up each week, and he's seen at least 14 carries and five targets in the last two games. And he's one of the best playmakers on the team for the Falcons. So I feel confident rolling him up. I mean, <laughs> I feel confident rolling him out there. <laughs> All right, Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage. Um, Calvin Ridley time is coming, man. Matt has been on fire and really has seen at least 10 targets in the last four games. Start mm-hmm. him. He's going to catch on eventually. Eventually, Cage came back and made a splash like last week, catching four of his six targets for 64 yards and a touchdown. This week, he faces the Panthers' defense that's allowing the 19th most points per game to wide receivers. But with Matt throwing over 40 times a game, you can consider Gage a flex play. Kyle Pitts has seen at least nine targets in the past three games and averaging 110 yards per game in that span. He's a much start each we man, and, and we got a quick little question piggybacking on um Kyle Pitts right there, man. How high do you think Pitts can finish by the end of the season? She, uh, I don't know, he can like, finish uh, two. number two, two yeah. Because well, once Waller comes back, Waller should start seeing those targets. So I just feel like he's he not gonna see so who's in one though, because it might be a little switching in the lineups now. Like, it's not, I don't Still think it's a guarantee. Jumping. Shit, Mark Andrews until, until he doesn't until he until he doesn't finish as one. I'm still gonna yeah, say, sure. but Mark Andrews. Like, so what's so what's your what's your top three uh, tight end finishes this year? Um, I mean, no. if I had to rank them now, it would be Kelsey, Waller, Andrews, and then Pitts. But I, the question is, how high do you think he can finish? Not about at the end of the season. I'm talking about the end of season. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, that's what I'm season? saying. How high as I think he can get is. Is yeah, three, yeah, because Kelsey Waller. I don't think he he can probably fill, beat out Andrews, maybe, but Kelsey Waller, yeah, I'm going as high as three. I think, I think his ceiling, I think his ceiling is two, but if I had to say what I think he will actually finish at, I think I would still go four right now, but. <laughs> He's 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 at a historic pace right now, man. Because if you remember, Jeez. he started slow. He started slow, mm-hmm. like not super slow, but slow from what you know the hype that was around him. And now he has the most yards through the first six games for a rookie tight end, beating Mike Dicker's record, bro. Like that's how far back you had to go to break that record, Mike Dicker, bro. So 
That's just that's crazy. how special he is, man. And uh, yeah, it's. And, I, feel and like, I remember, I remember uh, a couple of Falcons fans. I mean, not none of y'all, but some people I know just how piss what we get for your top four pick and all that. Like, bro, it's week four. You're the tight end at four, like, bro. Right he just, now he going off. They're like, oh, you seen the one hand catch? You seen the sideline? Yeah, you seen the <laughs> that that one hand catch was that did it for me. That is a monster, bro. Right. Shout out to Kyle Pitts. We appreciate you as Falcons fans. All right. On to the other side of the ball, man. Sam Darnold started out on fire, but the fire is put out. Uh, In the past three weeks, he has thrown five INTs and only two touchdowns and less than 210 yards in each game. Even with the Falcons allowing the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks, I cannot trust Darnold. I don't want you to put him out there. He Rolls up a dud, so he's a desperate quarterback to play, but he's still a double hell no. It's it's ugly, bro. It's a great matchup, but I just don't feel confident in him or what's going on with this offense, and it's hurting everybody. On uh, cover, <coughs> I mean, Chuba Herbert, since CMC went out, Chuba's seen at least 11 carries and uh, around four targets per game, but only one TD. With the offense struggling and uh, Herbert not scoring, he's better suited as a flex player on a regular basis. Even um, this week against the Falcons, who are allowing the, f- the fourth most points to running backs, he's still a flex play. This offense has played very, very poorly in the last three weeks. So uh, if you if you got Herbert, he's fine as a flex play. Even a running back two play, but just lower expectations because this offense has not looked good. And if they're not, you know, converting third, third downs, there's no upside for the running back. Uh, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. Moore is the only starter with wide receiver in this offense. He has seen at least 10 targets in each game but two. And he's had at least 70 yards in each game but one. He's a must-start even with Sam Darnold struggling. Uh, the Falcons are allowing the fifth most points to wide receivers, but Robbie Anderson is still a sit. He has seen 38 targets in the last four games and only caught 13 of those targets for, for a total of 101 yards. Sit them, man. They're just not on the same page. It, it's, they didn't play together in uh, New York, apparently. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's pretty weird, bro. That's so gross, so that's, bro. How do you get that many, I'm, that much volume, bro? And like, you're not doing anything, bro. So nasty. The only thing I think that I would say, I like, um, I like Hubbard. I think he's just not finding the end zone like CMC would, and so that's that's what we're missing about Hubbard. Yeah, the, he, if he get good that, Lord, if he, where is when is he coming back? Who knows? Yeah, man. Uh, that's that's the only downfall. On Hubbard is the touchdown department. He's getting everything else but that. He, he get that. He ain't running back two discussions. Maybe even top at least 12, running back 12 maybe. The star running back needs more time to fully recover from the hamstring. He is eligible to return week nine against the Patriots. Oh, that is gross. Long as he don't play the we only see him one week. I mean, uh, we yeah. only see him one time this year. Thank you. Yep, I'll take I'm it. talking about for my fantasy team. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> that's it. You done? Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, man. Let's get on to the next game. We got the Miami Dolphins at the 13. Every time I see these big points, I'd be like, ah, I, I want some of that. That 13 and a half point favorite at Buffalo um, with an over <laughs> under of 49 and a half points. Uh, two or threw the ball 40 times in back to back game now with 40 attempts. Uh, missing his second 300 yard game by just nine yards. 
so he's put up around QB1 numbers, something like that, like bottom QB1, QB2 numbers uh, against a couple soft defenses, but he gets the Bills this week who are allowing the fewest points to the fantasy, I mean, to the quarterback, to the fa- fewest fantasy points to the quarterback position. So sit him. They really allow almost the fewest fantasy points to all of the positions. Um, so it's not really a lot of them I want to uh, start. So he's a sit for me. Miles Gaskin, he's a fringe play, especially with Malcolm Brown going out um, with a quad injury. I don't think he's expected to play. Um, uh, last week he saw an increase in his workload, 19 touches, the most he's seen all year. Uh, but that was against the Falcons. The Bills are allowing the least uh, with the second fewest fantasy points on the ground to running backs and they're not allowing many catches a game. So you can start him just based off bye weeks, but um, he's a flexible pay. If you got other options, I will go other options. How y'all feel about Miles Gaskins? I know he just kind of did okay last week after everybody's shit. Uh, I don't mind Miles Gaskins. He's, he's, if Malcolm Brown is out, he's going to get the usage and uh, he's averaging around like, you know, in a couple games, he's averaging close to five yards a carry to his back. And they're scoring, so I don't mind getting Miles Gaskins in your starting lineups. Let's uh, give a couple names um, just to see where we're at with them. Uh, you got Miles Gaskin or Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell has the uh, Detroit. Safe, I like Kenneth Gainwell. Safe. I feel like Gaskins. If I'm going, f- if I need a lot of points, I go. Gainwell, we just don't know. Boston yeah. Scott still got a lot of carries, so we just hoping he got seven. a lot of receptions. He got we'll seven to, to Kenneth's five, but okay. But All right, Gainwell so Miles Gaskin and Boston Scott. Boston Scott had nine opportunities last week in relief. You know, with uh, when after Miles Sanders left, so Miles Gaskin like or Boston Scott. Miles Gaskin. I mean, Miles Gaskin. Yeah, we. We hope it's really running football. We don't know what's going to go in Philly, so I'm just one Miles more, Gaskin. one more Miles Gaskin or James Conner. Mm. Probably James mm. Conner. I'm going to attach myself to that high power offense because mm. the Bills are nasty, bro. They can come out there and put up all 49 of the points themselves. Um, gotcha, oh. gotcha. <laughs> yeah, damn. Yeah, um, no Gaskins. I think I would go Gaskin there too, just because Malcolm Brown's out, man. Like I feel like he's he's he has to be involved, bro. So you seen it last um, week. Once he tough went matchup, out. Connor. You need more of a touchdown with him, and I feel like Miles Gaskin. He has a little bit of a safer floor, so I would go him. It's close nice. though. All those players are close though. Jalen Waddle eight targets to follow up his 13 target week. So he's looking consistent. He now has at least six targets in five out of his six games. Uh, he also will be matched up against that Bill secondary, who's giving up the fewest fancy points to wide receivers, though. Uh, Teron Johnson is expected to be in coverage on him in the slot. Uh, he's graded a 75%, 75 by PFF and only giving up a 48% catch rate um, when targeted. So, I mean, you can roll him out there uh, just because he's getting that consistent volume. He looks like the, the wide receiver one out there. That could be due to Devontae uh, Parker and uh, homeboy being out, uh, Will Fuller. Uh, but mm-hmm. if Devontae Parker, should, he's, he, play, he practiced today. Um, but I, I can't trust him coming right back off an injury. So I think Jalen Waddle has earned the right to be in your lineup, man. He's had two good weeks. And he didn't score a touchdown last week, I don't think. But he still produced. You know what I'm saying? He still had double-digit tar- double digit points. Yeah, they need to start check. targeting him more downfield, too. Like, they're not – they're using him, like, as that intermediate, you know, 
route runner and what? he can do that, but he can also get down the field too. So Look, well he didn't have any he didn't have anybody they don't have anybody to throw to, you know what I'm saying? So it was like maybe that's all we got they, Waddle. I'm talking about Waddle, but they didn't have no other wide receivers, everybody else was hurt. Like Fuller been hurt and Devontae Parker been hurt. So he maybe he just had maybe that's why he's been hyper targeted. So we'll see what Devontae Parker expected to be back. Um what he does. So I'm sitting Devonta Parker. I do like uh Jalen Waddle. I also like uh Mike Jaseki, even if it is a hard matchup and he's top five and tight end, top five targets for tight ends. Um he doesn't have a lot of that touchdown deodorant on him. Um, but volume is key here, and I expect him to get decent amount of volume, especially in the game they expect to be trailing. Um on the other side of the ball, we got the great white hope. Of course, you're starting him. Uh Zach Moss in Devin Singletary. Zach Moss is now taking over the 50-50 split, if you will. Still around 50-50. Some days is a little bit over. Some days is a little bit under. Uh, neither of them had a good day on Monday. Uh, that could be due to just the, the the way the game was. Wasn't it like pouring down that game? Or was that another game? Uh, I'm thinking of? No, that's, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Coast, coast either, game was pouring raining on Monday. Uh, but either, day, either way, the day um, – they had to throw most of the game because they were they were behind. They lost that. That was the first game they lost. So that could be a reason why they both didn't get the volume that we respected last week. But it was good to see them get targets uh, nine collectively to the running back position when they were down. Uh, they didn't amount to any, anything much, but it was still good just to see them getting the volume. Um, the Bills will have the lead, so I do expect them to be running the ball a little bit more. The Dolphins are giving up the six most fantasy points to the running back flexible this week. Uh, Stefan Diggs now with double-digit targets in the last three, four games. Of course, you start him. Emmanuel Sanders, the wide receiver, 28 on the year. Um, I think he has solid uh, floor and good upside, so of course, you start him also. Um, Cole Beasley, who Javar spoke about a little bit earlier, he bounced back with a nine-target week after two back-to-back two-target weeks. Um, but that could be because those were Dawson Knox weeks where he decided to go off and um, – What's the word I'm looking for? Emerge, if you will, pause. Um, so the matchup against Nick Neham, who gave up that big catch to Russell Gage in the big game of Russell Gage last week, is the matchup in the slot for Cole Beasley. He's allowed a 74% catch rate. So if you are in a bad position, I think the volume can be there in a high score matchup. Was it 49 and a half? So Dawson Knox still out with the hand surgery. I'm cool with starting Cole Beasley. I, you could do worse. It's, it's a couple bye weeks. Thing. It's a couple bye weeks this week too. Like uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown is out. Yeah, it's just to um, Oakland and yeah, uh, yeah. I don't mind the flex. Not Oakland, Las Vegas. Yeah, Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. My bad. Shout out to Oakland. Look at this. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind him in the flex either. Um, yeah, that's about yeah. it. I don't mind him in. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a okay flex play. Uh, three and a half point favorite at San Francisco at the Chicago Bears with an over under 39 and a half. Especially to get another low scoring game, pretty gross. No Trey Lance again. Uh, there's not many options out here to start. Soon, so. though. Soon, soon come. <laughs> Hopefully, be. if if Jim G uh, start, if he don't lose, then I don't. I mean, it's not no reason to take him out. They don't care mean? about fantasy. He is team. losing. They 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 won their first I thought they won two last games week. Lo- no, they lo- they got their ass beat by by the Colts, bro. Yeah, they yeah. did. They, they, they won it first. It was raining, games, though. Yeah, it was that, lost, that was a raining game. Yeah, yeah. It is, but they also lost the previous three games. Before that, they're two and four now. 
Started two and zero, and their only two wins was against the Lions and the Eagles, two teams that's struggling pretty Let's bad right now. So. Get it. And he's also only a matter of time for Trey Lance. Talk get to that later. Yeah, yeah. I think it's only a matter of time before uh, Trey Lance takes over. But until then, um, we just go with what we got. So obvious Not start is <laughs> obvious start is uh, Debo Samuel. Um, you know you're starting him. He's beasting this year. Long as he stays healthy, he's a beast. Um, Elijah Mitchell is a start for me with Sermon literally useless. He got no snaps, no carries, no nothing last week. I think Mitchell is a middling RB2 this week. He had an 86% rush share, which was good for 18 carries. Final stat line was 107 yards and a touchdown, which basically all came in like the first half of the game. Kind of went away from the run um, during the second half. Um, Chicago is middle of the road against running backs. They're allowing the 18th most points. But like I said last week when I covered the 49ers, we know what they want to do, and they do it well. They're one of the most efficient Russian teams in the league. Like Colts were a, a tough matchup for running backs too, and he still made them look silly out there. Only red flag I would say for uh, Elijah Mitchell is the fact that he is pretty irrelevant on third downs. They're using Jermichael Hasty in that role. So with no receiving work, his uh, I think his ceiling is going to be capped at RB2 range. Um, sits uh, Jimmy G. Uh, I oh. thought he was a decent QB2 last week. Bro, mutual Mike, bro. Uh, <laughs> I thought he was a decent QB2 last week, but I was completely wrong. Um, he only competed 16 of his 27 attempts for 181 yards, a touchdown, and two um, interceptions. He's now ranked as the 30th QB in passing grade according to PFF, six in turnover-worthy plays. And then you add the fact that, of course, this game has a 39.5 point over under, and it's no way you can possibly t- trust him in one QB leagues, and he's still a shaky um, option in super flex leagues. Mm. Uh, everybody else, um, not really touching on uh, San Fran. On to the Chicago side, Khalil Herbert is a start for me, man. He he, he took the job from Damian Williams, averaging yes. 22 and a half opportunities, 123 scrimmage yards, and 17 uh, points per game. Damian Williams missed week six, and he pretty much just stole it from him, um, which which even more impressive is he rushed for 100 yards last week against the Bucs, which they've been shutting down running backs, like good running backs, for years now. So that was very impressive to see. With, uh, mm, with the quarterback, Justin Fields, with 1,000 turnovers, he still got 100 yards. Ah, poor Fields. Wow. Um, yeah, so he's also 10th in yards after contact per attempt has the number one PFF run grade over the last two weeks and tied for first in missed tackles force. So, man, he's been balling this this week or this year so far in his opportunity. And that's why we always say, man, that's that's the best position to have on your bench is these handcuffed running backs because all they need is the opportunity, bro. So he's a, a top 20 play for me, I feel like, this week, even against a tough uh, San Francisco rush defense because we know they're not going to be trying to pass the ball on them with just the field struggling like that. And of course, I'm sitting Damian Williams. He lost. Uh, he lost work to Her- Herbert last week, and this game doesn't have a high enough point total to where I feel like we could trust Williams. So, sitting him, also sitting Justin Fields, possibly dropping him if you still have him. He had the 32. He had 32 attempts last week, which were the most that he's attempted this year. And that's what I wanted to see. I want him to see him attempt more passes because when you attempt more passes. You have more of a, a possibility of, of taking off and running. Like if you're only throwing 19 times, you're probably not gonna run that much. But mm-hmm. he uh, re- he threw it 32 times, man, and he still didn't still do shit. Look at so, us. 
Yeah, he finished with 22 completions, 184 yards, no touchdowns, and three interceptions. So um, the fact that all that was against Tampa Bay, who was a funnel defense, and they were down four cornerbacks. So it's like, bro, this is was the game for him to get right, and he still didn't do it. So can't mm. trust Justin Fields anymore. Same with uh, Allen Robinson and Mooney. Um, Robinson has yet to finish above wide receiver 45 this year. Mooney has given us a couple usable usable weeks, but it, he just isn't consistent enough to really be trusted either. He Mooney does seem to have the better connection with Fields, so I guess if I had to start one of those guys, it would you know I would prefer him. But I'm mm-hmm. not confident in either of them. And honestly, I never thought I would be saying this, but I really I I want to see Dalton back out there, bro. I really want to see. Andy I Dalton said back that. Out there. I said it. Right. I want to see him back out there. Allen Robinson had 11 targets in week one with Andy Dalton. So we know that at least he'll target Allen Robinson if he goes back out there. It's not, I don't think it's going to happen because, I mean, it's too it's hard. Right now. They're already losing. They're losing, man. And it's like if you bench mm-hmm. him now, you're just going to ruin the confidence. You're kill him. So mm-hmm. exactly. So he's out of here. So yeah, hopefully the next sucks, coach so. comes in and do better. But yeah, I'm reserving my uh, opinion on yeah. Justin Fields that he get a new coach. That's what I'm saying, too. Yeah. Desperation, Darnell Mooney, Allen Robinson, you can't do it. So that's how I feel about the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. Commit caught a couple passes the last two weeks, I think. Yeah, he ain't do too much. He got like six total points in back to back weeks. Yeah. That's he getting a little usage. It's, it's, yeah, it's I guess, it's, and Dynasty. Four and his ceiling is six points. Right. That's ugly. <laughs> what up, Brandon? Uh, good, my boy. What's yeah, good? good? We're chilling. Appreciate you for coming through. Right, make sure you, I don't know if you subscribe or not already, but if you're not, make sure you subscribe, leave a like. We're on the way to 200. That's it with your games. Yep. Sweet. On to the next game. We got, um, we got, we got Pittsburgh at the three and a half point favorite Cleveland Browns with an over under of 42 and a half. This is another gross game. Uh, last week, it was some real gross games, especially like that second half of the football it season. Yeah, bro. You could tell it was a lot of teams on by, bro, because yeah, it was gross. Those were bad. like some superstars on by. Mm. I feel like this bipocalypse was way worse than any other one. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, because I feel like in years past, it, it was we had weeks like this where it was a lot of teams, but I don't feel like it was studs. Like, it was a lot of the, the, the high-powered offenses and the teams with multiple fantasy-relevant op- options, bro. Like, it was a lot. But I'm going to keep it all the way real, not to cut you off, but I hope Derrick Henry never goes on by. <laughs> like, well, he needs to, to just go to another to team. Up. He doesn't need a bye. Uh, he doesn't need God, a bye, It's bro. week 13, his bye, bro. Shout out to all the fantasy owners that's riding Derrick Henry to everywhere. You know, to the gas station, Bruh, to the stores, to work. Everywhere I go, I drive with Derrick Henry. Because stupid, he is bro. a beast. At times, he's a better quarterback than Fields, too. Yeah, some his, and he can pass. Looking at some of his <laughs> NFL film look like his high school film. Like, you go watch his high school film. It's still like, oh, get off me, little boy. Oh, I'm gone. You know, man. he's still doing the same thing. Like, bro. I love he's, him. Can't bro, be he's with a beast, him, bro. bro. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm so glad that he's on my team. I don't know why I haven't been drafting him before. Like, I feel so dumb for not ever drafting him. I got so much Derrick Henry this year. It's crazy. People are waiting for the him to fall off, bro. Like, Next. he defies all analytics, bro. Like, literally, in don't like get that many two, touches three leagues. Play, and then still come back that third year and perform Peace. like he's performing. So it's crazy. Literally, in like two, three not leagues, he's literally the reason why I'm winning. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, uh, I, 
He's not from this planet, bro. Like, yeah, he's he's uh he's an alien. <laughs> right. It's only you. You got any Derrick Henry, uh, uh, Jabbar? Hell, no, I ain't had. Not ever since <laughs> I ain't had. Not, bro. I've been missing out on Derrick. You don't even understand. You don't even understand the joy Damn. that you know that any given day, and more days than not, he's gonna get like three touchdowns. What? I mean, I feel, but I got Derek. I mean, I got the next best thing. I guess you could say I got Dalvin Cook. So when yes. Dalvin Cook play, you know he'll yes. walk in twenty. He'll walk yeah. in twenty. I mean, this is like take away if you take away Derrick Henry's forty-one point game or forty-four point game, he will still be the RB one. <laughs> like you know, how they always say, bro, if you take out that mm-hmm. big that big game where he got, he, he will he will be no, he's still RB. Well, he's smoking on your top five. Speaking of Derrick Henry, Najee Harris is only second in the league behind Derrick King Henry in total touches. So, you know, he's nice. a must start against the Browns uh, this week. Uh, this defense is only allowing around oh, 18 on, segue, points God. per game to running back. So, Ooh. you definitely start Najee Harris. I just had to segue into that. I skipped Big Ben, but we don't he, need he you to like you didn't. We already did it for you. You didn't exactly, have to do it. Man. You fucked Damn. it up. We already, we already gave talking. you your props. You were just supposed to keep going. Now you fucked up the flow. But anyway, uh, let's get up Big Ben. Big Ben doesn't need to be mentioned in any format, so you're sitting that guy. Deontay Johnson has seen at least 10 targets in all games of sub one, after 75 yards per game. He's a much start each week, especially with Juju out. Uh, last week, Claypool had one of his worst weeks of the season. He should bounce back this week and see the volume in an offense with no Juju. So I like uh, Claypool starting around a wide receiver three area against the Browns. Uh, uh, the tight end Pat, he's he had his best week to date last week against the Seahawks. He caught all seven of his targets for fifty eight yards. He's more of a dynasty watch. You're not really uh star him aware about that guy. On the other side of the football, Barkley is practicing in some format or he's doing something. So you say he will play. Uh, huh? I wrote up my notes and I had Case Keenum in here, and I had, of course, you wasn't starring Case Keenum. But uh, <laughs> even if he plays, he doesn't have a nice matchup against the Steelers, and it's it's he's a back end quarterback too this week against the Steelers. If he plays, even with the injury, I really don't trust Baker. The offense haven't really looked good, and he's injured his shoulder. So, yeah, man, pivot somewhere if you can. If you don't, he may get you like 14 points. This is non-throwing shoulder, though, so. I don't care. He's a quarterback. He get hit almost every other play. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't, don't worry. Plays, though. What about Saquon? You said Saquon is, pl- is playing for sure? How are we talking about Saquon? Right. What happened? I thought I could have said Saquon. No, and he's not playing for sure. <laughs> I don't know why I thought he said Saquon. Uh, if you want to know about Shaquan, he's on the sideline doing limited drills or whatever, or working out his ankles. So, but still, we're talking about the Browns and Steelers, my boy. So, on to the running back, Nick Chubb. Any good news, bro? Any good news? Nick Chubb, he's going to play. And uh, we all seen what Nick Chubb can do without Kareem Hunt. He He's going to get some receiving work. He's a must start every week. Uh, as far as Dearness Johnson, he looked explosive and seasoned in this spot start last week. But with Chubb back, he's a must-see how his usage is going to go. So I will hold him for this week just to see if he's going to get that 
Well, he wasn't getting a receiving work, so I don't know. Just to see what his role will be. On to the wide receiver. Landry caught five of his eight targets for 37 yards last week, and OBJ caught two of his six targets for 23 yards last week. Man, this this it's ugly right now. Uh, this is all the person I would trust is Landry with Baker because they have a more of a connection, but still it's a low flex floor with Landry. OBJ, I do not trust. The only wide receiver I would throw out there in is Landry, and I still feel shaky about him. He's a desperate play to me. So that's about it. Start Nick Chubb, Deontay Johnson, Claypool, and Najee Harris. <laughs> I like it. Pay attention to yeah, practice reports for Landry because remember he left a lot. He left early mm-hmm. last I week. I think he came back in though. He left and then came back. Did he? After the oh. knee injury or the other? They say injured another knee. He came back in. Gotcha. Yeah, it was. It wasn't the same. It wasn't the same um, knee as the other knee. It wasn't the same knee as the other knee. Uh, but he missed practice today. Talking, um, he missed practice. Um, didn't practice because of the knee injury he suffered last Thursday. Uh, it's unrelated to this. Yeah, he, to the other knee. Hey, uh, Mike Davis. A little news about Mike Davis. Um, what's his name? Uh, Arthur Smith. No, Arthur Smith came out and said Mike Davis is expected to get a little bit more work. You know what I mean? So don't, don't we'll be see. scared of Mike Davis. You know, that's what they all see. Uh that's what they yeah, all say. I, yeah, I was I was a I was a guy touting Mike Davis in the beginning of the year, but I mean I was never somebody like Cordell Patterson comes in and reproduces week in and week out, bro. You have to adjust, right. bro. And right. Even if he gets more work, man, I just just can't take Cordell Patterson out the field too much, bro. So what you willing are you traded for Cordell Patterson dynasty wise? Depends. If, if it's a losing team, if, if I don't have to pay too yeah. much and I can get him from a losing team home, I think he got a two-year window. He was the highest paid free agent for the Falcons. Yeah, so I think he got like at least he a two, three-year yeah. window. I didn't even know that. Interesting. We didn't spend well, a lot of money, but we we gave him some, we gave him some money. So yeah, I offered, I uh, and, and say less. I was I was willing to give him up, but uh, I. I I said I wanted Zeke Elliott, and the dude never hit me back. So I guess uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a little too high. <laughs> I said, "Hey, you want this motherfucker boy? Yeah. Uh, on, on to the next game. We got hey, he's, three he's and a half. Thing. On to the next <laughs> three and a half point favorite of Philadelphia Eagles at the Detroit Lions over under forty eight and a half. Jalen Hurts, um, another QB one week last week. He might be one of the grossest QB twos <laughs> in so fantasy crazy, quarterback. Bro. Like, like <laughs> the fact that he's the QB two on the year, and he is literally like a week or two away from losing his job, and Mitchell right, Manning is taking over Philadelphia. No, not, they already said it. They say they he, t- it's a possibility, which I'm we all knew is a week. possibility if you traded for him, like. You don't have to tell us that. We know it's a possibility. What are you gonna see? With, to... What are you gonna see with Gardner Minshew, bro? What, what, are you, what, what is that gonna accomplish? You know, fucking lay sanity. I see the beard, man. I don't see uh, it. The mustache. It is possible. It is possible. You might want to have a backup plan, but I, I don't see it happening. Yeah. Oh, that would be so that. gross. That would probably be one of the weirdest things that ever happened in fantasy. The QB two on the year getting benched. Big. 
Exactly. That's the most fantasy shit ever, bro. Because oh my, Blake God. Bortles That's was literally. I don't give a shit, fuck bro. about your fantasy Blake team. Bortles, com. Blake Bortles was almost a league winner that one year, bro. And yeah. he could have got benched at any point, bro, because he was not a good quarterback. Thank God for Blake Bortles. Um, hmm. I st- so you can't bench him until he gets benched. That's all, that's all I gotta say about Jalen Hurts. Even no. though, just don't watch the game. It just looks gross. He's he's just running the ball Every enough times. Single week, bro. I'm like, this is gonna be the week that he doesn't finish as a QB one, bro. <laughs> he doesn't. He has every at least forty week, rushing bro. yards. Uh, forty rushing yards at least in in every game except one this year. It's yeah, really crazy. You gotta start. That's four points off top, and he's running touchdowns too. Better fucking believe it. Kenneth Gainwell with Miles Sanders out with this. Uh, he suffered an ankle injury. I think Miles Sanders will be back before the year's over. I don't think it's the year ending. I haven't heard anything like that, but I'm, mm-hmm. he's not playing Sunday. Gainwell had nine touches on 13 opportunities in the relief role. Um, we already talked about Boston Scott. Uh, he, what I want to talk about Gainwell is Gainwell got eight targets. Um, that's the most enticing thing I like about the workload. Um, Boston Scott only had two targets, and and Kenneth Gainwell was targeted on 24% of his routes ran. That was second on the team. Um, so when he is on the field, they are trying to give him the ball, and he lined up in like the wide receiver position a couple of times too. Uh, the Lions are giving up the fourth most fantasy points to the running back position, so I think this is a great first start for the rookie. Um, and the Lions are giving up like two rushing, two touchdowns to the running back position game, one through the air and one on the ground. So I feel like um, – you got to roll him out there. Boston Scott did see 33% of the snaps. Um, he 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 could have a role, and he found the end zone last week, so that covered up a lot of the stink. You know what I mean? If, if people had Boston Scott and they're looking just at the points. Um, but Gainwell getting eight targets and Boston Scott only getting two, you know, that's what we like to see Boston Scott at most of the years before, like getting worked out of that backfield, you know what I'm saying, targeted. But with Kenneth Gainwell demanding so many targets, I really just don't see that work being there for Boston Scott. Um, I know a lot of people are in rough positions in the running back position. So if you want to run him out there, I think he can. He might have a safe floor. Um, I just I don't know. I wouldn't run him out there. He's a sit for me. I'll uh, play game with game I think uh I mean, well, he had I know Carlos was seven talking about him. Carries seven, seven carries, carries to Gamewell's five. So mm-hmm. it seems like maybe like a 55-45 split. I mean, it's just a one game. We don't know exactly how they're gonna but, do it. Wait, talk but about the thing where where Gamewell gets him and in the targets. Boston Scott was the goal line back. He had two carries from inside the five uh, mm-hmm. to gain well zero. So that is something for game or for Boston Scott. If you're thinking about rolling him out there, he has a better shot at a touchdown against a uh, sorry Detroit defense. So I still think he, I would prefer Gainwell more just because receiving is more valuable than running. Where the um, game? So I would prefer him. Yeah, I would uh, prefer Gainwell just because his team doesn't. That wasn't a red zone. The football. Who Gainwell? Yeah. It might have been a, a receiving touchdown, but he didn't get a no, carry okay. from – according to okay. PFF, he didn't get a carry from inside the five. It might have so, been a pass. <laughs> this yeah, team doesn't rush. He has the touchdown upside, and then Gainwell just has the higher ceiling, I feel like, with those targets that he's going to get. They got a safer floor, too. Yeah, I would say that, too. Uh, Devonta Smith, um, after a four-target week in week six, he came back with nine targets last week. Still haven't found the end zone since week one. The volume is there. You know what I'm saying? The volume that you would want to see is there for him. He's getting at least six targets a game, but he's just not highly productive with him. That floor is safe. He's not going to, like, kill you unless he just – Jalen Hurts just has one of them gross games. Um, but his ceiling is just capped off. Um, 
He isn't finding the end zone with the Lions giving up the 11th most fantasy points to the wide receiver position. I think he's flexible, which is a low, low upside. Um, why are you, you looking at me like that, bro? This they say he missed practice today with a headache. Who Devontae Smith? I don't want him anymore. Get him, get him off my roster, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he can't man, be missed practice with a headache, bro. What the fuck, bro? Damn, I mean, you got concussion. Why did say that? Huh? I just, just, just give him a break, bro. Nah, let me let me take that back though, because it could be a migraine, bro. No shit, ain't nothing to play with. I just thought that was funny. You don't usually, you don't usually see headlines like that. He missed practice with a headache. Did that shit just come through? Uh, no, nah, I just looked. I wanted to look oh. at his stat line from last week, and I saw that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it was okay. He got the nine targets. I think he caught what six of them, something like that. Yeah. Five of them, something like that. I mean, it, it just fucking shit. I just, just I think he's productive. still kind of just because it's quarterback play. He's still it's the quarterback play. I don't think it's him at all. I definitely nah, think it's the quarterback play for sure. If he had a real quarterback, he'd be having a better. I'm sorry, mm. Jalen Hurts, but if he had a real quarterback, he'd be having a better year. Like quarterback. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I don't trust. I really don't trust him. I think you can sit him unless you just have to play him, um, or any of the other wide receivers. They're just not getting enough targets to trust. Um, Dallas Goddard got five targets last week in his first week at with Ertz out of the lineup. He didn't get that 20 25% of the target share that we were expecting. He only got 15% last week, but he did get 70 yards. He didn't find the end zone. Detroit is giving up 50 yards a game to the tight end position. Um, so he's now every week start with him being the only tight end out there. Um, you gotta feel comfortable rolling him out on the other side of the week. Jared Goff, we're not gonna think about starting him. Um, after such a promising start, you know, what I mean, it was what a, what a way to go out, bro. Uh, DeAndre yeah. Swift, the number two uh running back in happy PR leads. You start him, he has a RB1 potential this week against the Eagles, who getting up the third most fantasy points in the league. Uh, Jamal Williams, he's playing around the same amount of snaps, man 30%. Only 12, t- he got 12 touches last week, 57 yards. He didn't find the end zone. So, like we mentioned, if he don't, he only has double digit fantasy points when he finds the end zone. Um, so he's really touchdown dependent, but in, in a good matchup, I guess you can roll him out there with just the landscape of running back how it is. Uh, Amon St. Brown, if you were missed it, he was healthy last week he just didn't get any targets so i can't ever throw anybody out there that gets no targets and that was a week where we thought he was gonna get targets it's really crazy exactly uh, Khalif raymond uh saw eight targets and over 100 yards uh he's the most targeted wide receiver on the team it's not a sexy play but if you're thinking about playing cole beasley i don't see why you can't play Khalif raymond i might um, i play raymond over cole beasley yeah i might actually also because he's, he's the wide receiver one and and, uh, and uh, golf came out and said, "I love throwing to the guy. Anytime I can, I want to get the ball to him. So, mm. hey, pick him. Philly's up, giving up the <laughs> right. Philly's <laughs> giving up the fifth <laughs> fewest uh, fantasy points to the wide receiver position. So that's but that's mainly because they can't stop a nosebleed like in the run game. So I don't think it's just mm. because they're like locked down through the air. So I, I feel safe rolling Khalif Raymond out there as a, as a fringe start. Of course, TJ Hawkinson, you gonna roll him out there. He's still a hyper targeted." Uh, tight end, the Eagles are allowing uh, to down the game to the tight end position. So hopefully he finds the end zone. He hasn't had a lot of that touchdown deodorant on him this week or uh, this year. So I mean, I feel comfortable starting him. Of course, uh, that's about all I got. Mm. I like it. What's the word? What's the next? Game? Is that it? No, I got one more. We got one more. On to the next game, we got the Rams. Uh, they are facing the Houston um, Texans. I don't have an under, over under for this game. If anybody got a line, it's a fourteen and a half point favorite Jesus Rams. 
<laughs> for 47 and a half point over under. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, another one of those high, high uh, spread games, bro. So, if you want to have like a little, if you want to do like a little underdog parlay, bro, you might, might want some money, bro. Who was it? Uh, the Houston and who was the other team that was, um, Miami. So, Houston and Miami. I'm not doing it, but you know, Gabe likes yeah, those, cool. you know, teams getting all those points. So, <laughs> no, I don't think, yeah, I don't think they're gonna cover the spread, though. I'm cool. Yeah. Um, so he could very well be back. He is practicing today. Um, but for the Rams, before we get to Houston, obvious starts, Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup. Dude, he's so good. Um, it's crazy, bro. He's just out here balling. So he's a must start, man. Don't even yeah, don't even think about trading him, bro. He's he's in your lineup every single week. Daryl Henderson. I was trying to give him away, bro. I couldn't even give him away. That's how bad it was. So wild. That's how I felt about Derrick Henry, too, though, bro. Like, for the past two years, bro, past two years, I tried to give Derrick Henry up. And Javar always comes asking, but, you know, he don't ever want to offer, like, value for him. He got some good shit. He he still be trying to get his shit off of that. I know. I said he's gonna get his shit off with that second shit. That second shit. Carlos asked for something I didn't have, so I just had to count (laughs) just to see. Hey, if you know Javar, bro, Javar, I will throw in a third. Hey, hey, but just throw in a third, bro. Just throw in a third. No, I'm not throwing in a third. That's why I love the He offered me something and a third for one of my players, but I said, bro, it's amazing that you still be trying to get this shit off. All these years of playing with each other, bro. Still be doing it, bro. I might, I admire your your willpower, though, bro. Hey, maybe we might catch a flipping one day. That would be <laughs> yeah, big. I guess you slipping um, like you call me slipping with that Julio shit, motherfucker. Thank you. I think you offered that. <laughs> exactly. I was, but we was talking about it. Yeah, probably like hey, hey, it probably was like after hey, a, a heated Falcon debate. He probably got me like nah. piped up, and I was like, nah, yeah, give me Julio. I'll trade Josh out Julio. Let me. Who was talking sure. real quick? I would never trade quick. a wide receiver and my picks for a. Facts. I, oh, wow. I it my quick. quarterback in the super plays. I was like on some Bruh, good shit. That day. we we talked we talked the trade through text, but in my head, I'm sitting here thinking like, hey, like, because when he, when it came through, it was like, oh man, you know what? I'll give you Josh Allen two seconds for Julio. I was like, all right, I'm gonna. What league was that in? That's marathon, right? Marathon. That's where you go. That's where you go. Hey, hey, I played it. I played it cool. I played right, right. I was like, I'm gonna reply in four minutes. Hey, wait the time. Reply four minutes. That's actually not a bad trade. Look, don't be, don't be too, don't be overconfident. That's actually not a bad trade. I take it. I take it. That's why I wanted to worry. I did, but that's why I never trade right away no more, bro. I'll see your message and I will never respond right away. Bro, you. I was wait till I'm not doing anything. I don't, I'm need, not, I don't like, need no influence. I'm not want to be. I'm need to be like oh, fully. All right, all right. So for the sake of it, Gabe at the time Julio was still decent. He was on the decline. He was still decent. Gabe is a huge Julio fan, so I did take advantage of Gabe being a huge, huge Julio fan. He was the first person I went to. Bro, come get Julio. Wait, I can have him. Oh man, you don't want him. I traded him for somebody though. All right, my bad, my yeah, bad. Did, hey, that yeah. was a good story. Go ahead. I might have to clock that time. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so, of course, this obvious start, Stafford Cup and Daryl Henderson. Did have a little bit of a down week last week, but, you know, it's he's still getting that that that, that bell cow usage. Um, has a 10.5% target share, so I'm not worried about Daryl Henderson. 
Robert Woods, I'm fine with him as a wide receiver three. Um, over the last four weeks, he's finished at that range, the wide receiver three range three times, and he did have that blow-up week where he finished as a wide receiver one. But that was just a flash in the pan. Uh, with the cup on fire, I don't think we, we're going to see that high-end wide receiver two production that we're used to seeing from Robert Woods. But mm-hmm. now that our expectations are adjusted, I feel like uh, he is a solid wide receiver three. Um, he has a good matchup this week against Thomas, who has a PFF grade of uh, 63, and Mitchell. He plays half of his uh, – he runs half of his routes out of the slot and um, on the – I think it's, it's one of the sides. Um, so he'll go against Mitchell, who has a grade of 58 as well. So two good matchups um, that he'll be seeing. So I think uh, we can expect that wide receiver three range. The only thing I would say to be worried about is if the game gets out of hand. But I think they're going to run their offense, especially in that first half, man. And I think I think he'll be fine. Um, I and think he with Tyrod Taylor, Taylor playing, they could be more exactly. competitive too. Exactly, I completely agree with that. And he's tied with Cup with uh, end zone targets. That's like the only thing he's tied with Cup at at this point mm-hmm. is end zone targets with four piece. So he does have as much as a chance. Well, not as much as a chance, but he does have a good chance at a uh, touchdown every week. Tyler Higby. Had a season high in targets last week with eight and turned him into five catches and 46 yards. Not too crazy, um, but he is still – he's running the fifth most routes among tight ends, ninth in targets, second in red zone targets, tied for second in end zone targets. So um, he just hasn't given us any ball weeks, but he hasn't really sucked us either except that uh, week two. Um, But his usage is still good, man. He's out there pretty much every uh, play and – um, combine that with the fact that uh, Houston is allowing the most points to tight ends, and I think you have a great option this week at, um, with Tyler Higby. So, like him this week. Um, on to the Houston side, not too much to talk about here. Um, Brandon Cooks, we're starting. Um, he a, did he have a down week last week? I want to say he did. Yeah, I think he scored like four points. My bad. I, yeah, I saw, I saw a game going outside to check the score and see what was going on. What but, yeah, Brandon Cooks had like four points. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm still starting him, and then we do oh, yeah. have uh, Tyrod yeah, Taylor. Yeah. He, he still had nine points. Targets, he had okay. Well, that was I, don't before, what, that was I don't know what league I'm looking in, uh, but he had yeah. seven targets. He caught five of them for twenty, only twenty one yards. That's what the gross part was. Exactly. So yeah, about four or five points. But um, good news is Tyrod Taylor is expected to return from uh, IR this week, so that should help help out Brandon Cooks, man. Um, more competent quarterback throwing him the rock out there. Yes, and sir. I would prefer to actually wait a week to start Tyrod Taylor, um, but I am fine with him as a QB2 in Superflex League if you're desperate. Um, he only played a game and a half this year, but in those games, in the first full game, he scored 22.6, and then he scored 16 and a half in only a half of football that second week. And he also rushed five times for 55 yards and a score in those in that game and a half that he played. So it is good to see him running, up, running out there. Um, he wasn't well, he only played like one game last year, but he didn't run at all when he did start that one game for the Chargers last year. But we know him as being a Russian quarterback, so it is good to see him rushing again. And mm. with them more than likely trailing for the more majority of the game, I think uh, they're going to need to air it out. So um, as long as he continues to rush, I think his floor should be safe. So um, QB2, I'm fine with. QB1 uh, or one QB leagues, I would wait until I think about starting it's a bad matchup to come back in, but you know I'm comfortable exactly. starting. I'm, I've been waiting for him to come back because this day you ain't got no choice but to start him. <laughs> this Davis Mill Gino Gino Smith mixture, this shit is horrible. Yeah. I, probably, I probably has the worst quarterback position for a team that's trying to win 
in QB history. Like even in my fucking um, even in redraft, bro. Baker, I'm starting Case Keenum. I'm I'm in the position yeah. where I was like, bro, do I start Case Keenum or Baker or just roll got Dallas Goddard out there again as my as my super flex? Who's your first QB? No, you got Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert was out last week, so I had to start Case Keenum. But if I could start, yeah. I'm thinking about just starting Justin Herbert and a position player. Because either I would have to sit Michael Carter or Damian Harris. So which one would you do? Damian Harris, Michael Carter. I'm not Damian Harris. Okay, yeah, Damian Harris I wasn't thinking about anyway. Okay, so Michael Carter, Dallas Goddard, or whoever the Browns quarterback is. That's the position I'm in right now. Yeah, I probably go. I probably go Goddard, man. Goddard. It's between Goddard and Keenum, but yeah, I would probably go Goddard there. Uh, Carter got like nine targets or some when Mike White came in, so he should get. It should be the same type. Oh, we talked about Joe Flacco being. Um, he, he should get a. Oh yeah, Joe Flacco, but he shouldn't start the first week. He, um, first week. he should. Mike Michael Carter should get peppered with a lot of targets. That's the only reason I'm kind of laying in Michael Carter over Case Keenum. Because I feel like he he should get at least fifteen points for sure if he's getting eight targets. Who but yeah, Carter? that ain't in that position. Yeah, he got targeted like fifteen points times. for sure. <laughs> I said fifteen. That, if he get yeah. nine targets and he gets seventy percent of the snap, seventy uh, percent of the snap he shot back. Top twenty running back this week, then guaranteeing <laughs> fifteen points. <laughs> he did have. He did have. <laughs> hey, that motherfucker did. Hey. He ain't had no bad game. He, and it was against the Patriots. 15, they, that's he, that's definitely startable over yeah. Case Keenum because that's what he's that's what he got last week was fifteen. So against against what's he got Cincinnati this week? Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, uh, we'll see whoever has that game. We'll see if I can get convinced. Um, yeah, man, that's it. That's all I got. That's the end of the show. That's all, folks. Yo, uh, Thursday night football. Who y'all got? Time to watch the Braves chop the fuck on. Who you got? Uh, Arnos are going to stay undefeated. Facts. It's, hey, I got. Sucks, I man. got the goat. I got the goat with no wide receivers. I got the goat showing why he the goat. I know he not. The goat. I mean, I feel you, but they don't took on teams that <laughs> have their starting players best hit and just walk. That sucks, like, man, that, that sucks uh, so so bad. Yeah. I, if they had Adams and Lazard out there, man, it would it would be out. It would a be great a great game. It's just, it's just. I still think, it, I still think with Aaron yeah, Rodgers, I want, I want to see that, them against them with his full, you know, weaponry out there, man. So. Squad. I mean, they probably gonna meet each other in the playoffs, though. We'll see. Yeah, that's true. That's sure. not, that's not Super Bowl team though. So we'll see. Y'all Super Bowl team <laughs> is looking kind of out of this shit right now, but I ain't gonna cap you down. The Chiefs. Yeah, I said the Bucks and KC. So yeah, one of them looking like I mean, they going. motherfuckers looking ass. Right, let's go, the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Chiefs. Jeez. Go Braves, man. Shout out to everybody. Uh, we'll see y'all Friday. Hold on. Let me find an outro.